This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. This segment is brought to you by the Zuckerberg Institute. This is Randy Zuckerberg Means Business on Business Radio. Hello, everyone. Randy Zuckerberg here. And this is a huge day for me because I am back in the studio, in the Sirius XM studio in New York City for the first time in 18 months. For 18 months, I've been doing this show from my bedroom across the country. So this is it's just so exciting to be back. Thank you so much for joining us today here on Business Radio, Sirius XM Channel 132. Now, on today's show, I'm so excited for this topic because it's a topic that I've been wanting to know a lot more about. We are going to talk about all things non-fungible tokens or NFTs. NFT sales neared $900 million so far in August, marking the largest month ever for the digital art industry. The phenomena of digital commodities has started to attract the attention of major names in finance and media, including Visa, Budweiser, the NBA, and so many other associations and companies. This is leaving creators, buyers, and spectators wondering what will happen next and what the future of digital art looks like. So on today's show, I'll speak with a variety of industry experts in NFTs, including the founders of two top NFT trading platforms, Nifty Gateway and OpenSea. And I'll speak with the NFT lead at Christie's, the world's leading art business And we'll close out with Beeple himself, a digital artist who made history in March when his NFT sold for over $69 million at auction at Christie's. I'm Randy Zuckerberg here on SiriusXM 132 Business Radio, and I am thrilled to welcome my first guests, Duncan and Griffin Cockfoster, founders of Nifty Gateway, the premier marketplace to buy, sell, and store your digital art and collectibles. Duncan Griffin, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, Randy. Thanks for having having us on. This is a, I, I'm, you guys are officially my first guests ever live back in the studio. So uh, I'm thrilled to have you and, and to be chatting about this today. Um, maybe first, uh, let me know what, what have the last 18 months looked like for you guys? I mean, you've been at the forefront of just an entirely new industry that's taken off. So uh, it must have been kind of both stressful and exciting. I, I'd love to hear. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. It actually has been been quite strange um you know when we first launched our new nifty gateway product it was uh right in march of 2020 so it was right when the pandemic was really starting to hit and the the lockdowns were really starting to hit and at first we were kind of nervous we said is this really a a good time to launch a new tech product but uh, i actually think it ended up being the case that people were spending more time at home and so a lot of them were sort of looking to discover a new digital hobby and that ended up driving a lot of it adoption of nfts so the timing actually ended up being quite good and uh congratulations on being back in the studio randy we're actually back in the office uh this week for the first time as well so i'm pretty excited about that congratulations where where is home base for you we're uh right next to to madison park madison square park oh 23rd street okay so you're about 20 blocks from where i am right now so uh how how exciting but um that that's really it's 
you know, it's both kind of nerve wracking and a lot of anxiety to be back in, in offices. But I think it's it's really exciting. So much more happens, especially in startups when you're with people. So I, I'd love to hear how the two of you got into all of this. You know, where did your love for digital art start? How did you think about tech? And it's correct, right, that you're twin brothers. Yes, we are twin brothers um, who started this company together. We got into NFTs when we graduated college. About a year after we graduated college, we noticed CryptoKitties were taking off, which was the first popular NFT project that absolutely just exploded. And then the whole industry fell back down to earth. Mm -hmm. We said, though, the fact that it got so popular in the first place means there's something here. Most people were kind of laughing at it. They said, why would you want to buy and sell a digital cat? But we were like, we've never seen anything growing this quickly, which got our attention. And since we've launched Nifty Gateway in the past 18 months, it's done $380 million of sales. So we have just seen that NFTs, for whatever reason, grow incredibly quickly. And the concept has just caught fire with the world. Mm, I love it. So talk to me a little bit about who's creating NFTs and who's purchasing them. I mean, is it, you know, I think a lot of people... At, maybe have misconceptions over the kind of people that are buying and selling NFTs. So I'd love to just hear maybe about the breadth of, of what's for sale and, and who's purchasing. Totally. So a lot of the NFTs on our platform um, really came about because there are talented digital artists out there who didn't really have a, a way to sell their artwork before. You know, they would, they would take their digital artwork to a, a gallery and a gallery would essentially say, we can't sell this. There's no way to, to collect digital artwork. Um, you know, our, our collector base just simply won't buy it. And so NFT technology, I think, fundamentally, really was the first way for people to, to actually collect digital art. And so it's been, you know, it's been enormously impactful on, on the lives of a lot of the artists on our platform who, before they really didn't have a way to sell their artwork, the only way for them to make money from their, their skill as a digital artist was to do client work and to make ads for brands. But now all of a sudden they can, they can make the artwork that they want to make and they can sell it directly to collectors. And a lot of them are making, you know, 50 times the money that they were prior to, prior to NFTs um, and doing, and, you know, living a lifestyle that, that they prefer quite a lot. So I, I think for digital artists, this technology has been absolutely transformative. And that's, you know, I think my favorite part about what we do is we get to see digital artists have their lives changed. As far as collectors, you know, I, I would really say that, yeah, the, the collector base of NFTs is really far more diverse than, than people know about and than people tend to assume. I always like, you know, Griffin always likes to tell a story about how when we first started the company, his friends from college were sort of laughing at it and said, oh, NFTs, who would really want to, you know, th this doesn't make any sense. But in March of this year, they were all collecting on the platform and, <laughs> and spending thousands of dollars on digital art. The same thing actually happened with the, uh, you know, a lot of our parents' friends where they would, they, people from their generation would be texting us about the art that we were releasing. And, you know, I think you generally think of, you know, people in our parents' generation as a little older, less tech savvy, but they, they were totally getting into it too. So I've really been surprised by the universal appeal of, of NFTs. And I think people always, they usually think of NFT collectors as a monolith, but we talk to collectors of, you know, from all different locations, all different genders, all different age ranges, all different types of interests. So it's really a pretty diverse group. It's really exciting. And I, I love hearing that. I love hearing what you're saying about how it gives artists the ability to, you know, kind of create their own lifestyle and, and make art they want to make. 
maybe we can just take a quick step back for any of our listeners who uh, might not be that savvy about NFTs. That's great. Now is a great time to start learning about NFTs. Um, what maybe you can walk us through what exactly do you own when you buy an NFT and, you know, how should people be viewing it as an investment or a collection? Great question. Yes, we get this all the time. So an NFT stands for non-fungible token, which means it's a token that lives on a blockchain, which is globally unique. Every NFT is identifiably different from other every other NFT. This is different from other blockchain tokens like Bitcoins, for example. Bitcoins are tokens that live on a blockchain, but they're fungible. One Bitcoin is the exact same as any other Bitcoin. NFTs, non-fungible tokens, represent things like digital art, digital collectibles, anything that's unique. So when you're buying an NFT, what you're getting is a blockchain token, similar to how when you're buying Bitcoin, you get a Bitcoin token or a fraction of Bitcoin. But in this case, instead of representing money or a currency, what an NFT represents is a unique digital creation. For a lot of people, it's counterintuitive at first because it seems like they're buying nothing, right? That's a criticism we hear a lot. But what you are buying is space on this blockchain and a token on the blockchain. And a blockchain is the world's best system that's ever been invented for tracking who owns what. So people collect these tokens just for the sake of owning these tokens, the same way they collect sneakers, the same way they collect Mm -hmm. paintings, the same way they collect ancient Greek art. And what NFTs have shown is that what makes tokens valuable is authenticity. I could go create a perfect replica of the Mona Lisa, or I could go create a perfect replica of an ancient Roman statue. With modern technology, it would be very quick. But that's not what makes the Mona Lisa valuable. That's not what makes ancient Greek and Roman statues valuable. What makes them valuable is the fact that they're authentic. Same thing with NFTs. You can collect the authentic, the original piece of digital art. And that's worth tens of thousands or millions of dollars to collectors because that authenticity is really what makes art and collectibles valuable. Mm, it's yeah. awesome. Oh, sorry. Yeah, keep keep going. Add, keep going. Yeah, I just want to add to this that uh, one thing I like to point out is that the system of essentially, uh, you know, a, a certificate of authenticity, it wasn't invented by the, you know, by NFTs. It's actually existed in the art world for over 100 years. You know, Marcel Duchamp famously took a commercially produced urinal and signed it. And he said, this is my artwork. And that made it incredibly valuable. You know, anyone could go buy the same commercially produced urinal and, you know, just say, hey, I have an original Marcel Duchamp, but, you know, the that didn't make it valuable at all. And NFT is essentially taking that concept that's existed in the art world and applying it to digital art and making it accessible to the masses. For anyone who's just joining us, you're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on Sirius XM 132 Business Radio. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg, and I'm delighted to be speaking with Duncan and Griffin Cock Foster, founders of Nifty Gateway, the premier marketplace to buy, sell, and store digital art and collectibles. Um, I'm curious, uh, I'd love to hear from both of you, what are some of your your favorite pieces that have been on Nifty Gateway and what are you looking forward to uh, coming up in the future? Yeah, this is uh, this is Duncan. I, I would say, you know, one of my favorite artists is Mad Dog Jones. I really connect with his visual style. And he's a great example where he had a, a huge following on Instagram, but didn't really have a way to sell his digital artwork. And I have a piece of his called Did You Ever Really Love Me? that I think is really beautiful. One of my favorite pieces is called Last Stand of the Nation State by an artist called Slime Sunday. Uh, it depicts the forces of fiat fighting the forces of blockchain. It was originally sold for $40 on the marketplace, but now it sells for about 
$15,000. Wow. But I've been holding it from the beginning. Awesome. And it's, that sounds very, uh, very timely as well. Um, what, what's next for Nifty Gateway? What do you have coming up uh, that, that you're excited about and that we should be looking forward to? Well, uh, Nifty has a huge opportunity ahead of it. We're the most accessible place to buy, sell, and store NFTs. And as the premier marketplace for digital art, what we're looking at is that Nifty can be the premier marketplace to go and buy NFTs. It's the fastest, the easiest to get started with. And we have a lot of new features we're really excited about that we're announcing soon that will help people access even more NFTs. Excellent. Um, and and finally, I'm just curious, what, what do you see just for the future of NFTs in general? What, what do you think are some of the biggest opportunities and maybe some of the biggest challenges that could come up in, in the next few years? I think some of the biggest opportunities, and, you know, I always like to say that NFTs are are similar to the to the physical art world, except it's just so much easier to, to collect and it's so much easier to, to store and send them around. So, you know, physical art is really difficult to deal with. If I want to send a piece of physical art across the country, it's hugely expensive and, and takes a really long time, whereas I could send an NFT across the country instantly. Uh, so, you know, I think going forward, we'll see NFTs, you know, become like more and more universally recognized as collectibles because, you know, the same way that Uber made it so much easier for people to call a taxi and that expanded the whole size of the, the transportation market, NFTs just make it so much easier for people to start collecting. And so I think it'll really expand the whole size of the collectibles market. And, you know, we'll see more and more people get into art, which is something that we've already seen. A, lo- a lot of the collectors on Nifty Gateway tell us, you know, that they weren't really into art before NFTs, but now they are obsessively following their favorite artists, learning about art history, learning about the art world. So, yeah, I think the net effect will be more people are interested in, in art and culture, which is really a great thing. I completely agree. I think anything that can democratize access to the arts and, and collecting and make that accessible to more people is wonderful. Duncan and Griffin, thank you so much for joining me. Where can our listeners go to keep up with you and start their collection on Nifty Gateway? NiftyGateway.com. It's super simple. Awesome. Or just Google Nifty Gateway. Love it. Thank you both so much. And uh, uh, waving hi to you from, from across the city. And uh, can't can't wait to see what exciting things you have on the horizon. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Randy. Appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Bye. All right. That was Duncan and Griffin Cockfoster, founders of Nifty Gateway, a leading NFT marketplace. You're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business, Sirius XM 132 Business Radio. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 